Hey everyone, welcome back to the Just Glow With It podcast. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a certified life coach, content creator, and the host of this podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, and self-growth all from a balanced and very realistic perspective. So I just want to put out a full disclosure for today's episode. We are getting a bit deep in this one. Most of the time on the podcast, I like to keep the vibes very cute, very lighthearted and fun. And then there are other times like today where we get very deep very personal and I think that's just a perfect representation of who I am as a person. There are moments where I just like to vibe out, I just like to have fun, I like to relax, I like to just be in the moment and then there are times when I love a good heart to heart. I love getting deep and personal with people so that is the vibe that we are on today and if that's not your vibe for today that's totally fine. Feel free to skip this episode, maybe save it for another day, whatever floats your boat is totally fine fine with me. I just wanted to let you guys know that. So in today's episode, I want to give a bit of a healing journey update. Every so often on the podcast, I like to give these updates on where I'm at in my healing journey, especially when I'm experiencing a major moment of healing or a shift in my life in some way. And I definitely am in this moment. I also want to share some of my current energy drainers that I'm experiencing and how I'm actually turning them into energy givers and turning them into a positive thing. So that's what I want to talk about in today's episode. I hope it resonates with you in some way, even if our experiences are completely different from one another. I hope that some of the lessons or insights that I share are able to be applied in your own life. And I also wanted to quickly mention that this is probably going to be my last episode for the next week or two. I have been so consistent on the podcast this year, which I'm very proud of. And I think it's time to just take a week or two to to myself to recharge and take a step back from the podcast so that I can come back to it feeling even more inspired and motivated to continue creating these episodes for you guys but if you guys do want some content to binge in between my next episode I have a ton of content out there from my Instagram my TikTok YouTube if you want to catch up on some of my vlogs I've been posting so consistently on there and if you want more like real-time updates on what I'm doing definitely follow me on Instagram but that is all I have to say for today's episode I really hope that you enjoy without further ado let's go ahead and get into it so i want to start off by giving an update on my healing journey so like i said every so often i like to give these updates when i'm experiencing something major and this week was definitely one of those moments so i've mentioned so many times already how i've been planning a trip to go back to my hometown for about a month and actually by the time this episode is out i'm already there and initially when i started planning my trip and everything I was feeling so excited I was looking forward to seeing my family and friends that I haven't seen in a year and all the things that I have planned to do back home however a week leading up to my trip and even just a few days ago I started to feel extremely anxious about going back home so much so that I cried about it and I was actually contemplating on canceling my trip all together like I really did not want to go anymore and I couldn't understand where this sudden anxiety was coming from obviously I've visited my hometown many times since I've moved and I've never experienced feeling uneasy or anxious about going back home and I found myself trying to come up with so many excuses as to why I shouldn't go and rationalize my decision on not going back home 
for example, I was trying to convince myself that my work commitments were too much and that I wouldn't be able to get work done back home when in reality that's not true. I work for myself. I set my own schedule and everything that I do is pretty much online so I can work from anywhere at any time and I was even trying to convince myself that going back home would be a bad idea because the last few weeks I've been kind of getting back into a routine after being in a rut and falling off track and a month-long trip back home would kind of disrupt my progress in a way and again I know that's just a lame excuse because I can easily maintain my routines back home I can do the things that I need to do and I knew that I was just trying to come up with any excuse on why I should cancel my trip and again I have been back home many times and I've never felt this way and I knew that I needed to figure out what was really going on with me because the last thing I wanted to do was cancel my trip for no valid reason and then later regret it and also disappoint my family and friends because we've all been looking forward to it and let me just say (laughs) once I finally took the time to unpack everything it all just started to make so much sense as to why I was feeling the way that I was feeling one of the main reasons why I think I was having so much anxiety is because the longest I've ever been home since moving has been five days maybe a week max that's the longest I've ever stayed and this time around I'm staying for an entire month which feels like an eternity for me and for some people the idea of feeling anxious about going back home might sound weird or you might not understand like why I would even feel that way and this is where I'll say unless you've walked a similar path as me or you've had a similar experience you might not fully understand why I would feel so anxious about going back home or being in my hometown and that's really what I want to get into today because for me it's a very complex issue. I know there are some people who are so proud of where they come from whether it's their hometown, their city, their culture, their religion, their background and you know they're proud to rep who they are, where they come from and I love that for them. However, I simply am not one of those people. I don't feel any sense of pride in my roots and that's not because I'm like ashamed of who I am or of my background or anything like that. It's more so that I don't feel a sense of connection to my hometown, my background, my culture. Like I don't feel a connection to those things which I'm going to get into more. And again, that might not make sense for some people who really are proud of who they are and where they come from but I think it's because for me home has never truly felt like home to me and I never felt like I truly belonged in any sense of the way on multiple levels so for instance you know I come from two very different backgrounds that have very different traditions different religions different culture and Growing up, both sides of my family always made me feel like I didn't belong with either side or like I wasn't enough for either of them. Both sides of my family would constantly make comments or jokes and always just point out how different I was from them or what was different about me compared to them because 
obviously I came from a mixed background if you and if you are also a mixed person or you come from different religions different cultures whatever you might resonate with me a bit but growing up it was very difficult to feel like I fit in even just within my family and I just always felt like the outsider and even more so in school I felt the same way as well I never really had like a core group of friends or a club that I was involved in or a sport that I really loved where I felt like this is where I belong these are my people I was honestly always kind of like a floater. I would float from like group to group depending on the year, depending on who I had lunch with kind of thing, but I never had like one solid core group of friends my entire childhood or even throughout high school. It always kind of fluctuated and that combined with bullying here and there also reinforced the belief that I don't belong I'm not good enough and so on and so forth and this pattern of feeling inadequate and like I don't belong has followed me throughout my entire journey even now until this day it's something that I still deal with and I've definitely experienced lots of healing and personal growth but at the same time I feel like I've never truly addressed the deep-seated issues that I have at my core and all of these issues these limiting beliefs, these negative thoughts that I have about myself are all intertwined with my hometown and some of the complex dynamics that exist there. So for me, going back home is a reminder of these deep-rooted issues that I still have yet to deal with and that still impact my life to this day. I realized that my way of coping with these specific issues has always been to distance myself from the environment, the situation, the people, and almost pretending as though those problems never existed instead of confronting them head on, which is completely different to what I talk about or how I live my life. I always talk about how it is so important that when we're dealing with something that it's important to first feel it and acknowledge it and then work through it and I feel like I've done a lot of that on the surface level or on less intense issues but at the end of the day my basic core issues are I don't belong and I'm not good enough. It always comes back to those two beliefs and even after everything that I've accomplished or have created for myself, the reason why I still feel that way is because again, I've never fully confronted these issues and where they all began. So I think subconsciously, I was starting to feel anxious about going back home because I knew that being back home stirs up a lot of emotions for me, which I don't think I've been ready to deal with, but now I'm obviously being forced to deal with. And I think the reason why I was feeling anxious now versus before when I've visited is because like I said every single time that I visited the longest I've ever stayed was like five days maybe a week and during my visits I am constantly on the go I'm trying to see as many people as I can within that time frame I'm like in and out of the house I'm doing a bunch of stuff so I rarely have time to sit and reflect with those feelings those negative feelings and I think you know being there for a month is going to give me a lot of time to think to reflect to sit with those deep rooted issues that I still have and being in the environment where those issues began was just a very scary thought to me 
And now I feel like I am actually being forced to deal with these issues that I have yet to deal with. So the reason why I say that is because no one knew except my boyfriend that I was contemplating on canceling my trip and that I was feeling all of this anxiety around going back home. Nobody knew. And in the midst of feeling all of this, my mom actually texted me one day. And of course, she was assumed that I was still going as planned and she had asked me if I would be able to help her one of the weeks that I was going to be there and in that moment I knew I had to go not only to help my mom obviously but I knew that this was a sign that as uncomfortable as I feel about going home I know that I have to deal with this. These issues, these feelings, these memories, whatever is still has a hold on me, I knew that I have to deal with this and I have to deal with it in the place where it all started so that they no longer have a hold over me or have any power over me or my life because although I've made so much progress in my life and I'm I'm very grateful, very, very grateful for where I am in my life, in my journey, in my career, my relationships. There is still so much more that I'm striving for and it's been difficult for me to kind of make it over this hump that I've been experiencing for a minute now and it's been difficult for me to break through to the other side of what I want and where I want to be in my life because of the fact that I still have these very deep-rooted issues that I have not dealt with yet. This whole trip back home is forcing me to finally deal with these issues and this is exactly why I believe in divine timing and divine intervention because if it wasn't for my mom needing my help and asking me when she asked me I don't think I would have gone I think I would have canceled my trip of course not knowing that she needed my help and I would have let these fears and these anxieties get the best of me I have a strong feeling that this trip back home is going to be a very healing and therapeutic experience and I know it won't be easy by any means but I do believe it's absolutely necessary for my personal growth and my healing and my journey and if you listened to my previous episode about navigating a season of preparation you heard me talk about how one of the things that you experience when you are in a preparation season in your life is you experience many tests and challenges right before you're about to reach your goal or enter a new phase of your life and the challenges and the obstacles that you encounter they're all helping you and preparing you for that next step in your life and I I genuinely believe that this situation this trip back home embodies that concept And the synchronicity and divine timing of it all is just so crazy and beautiful and it amazes me like every single day how life works and although I'm nervous because I don't know what to expect, what I'll experience, what I'll feel, I know that at the end of my trip I am going to come back a more healed, a more wiser, a more confident version of myself and that is what I'm looking forward to and of course seeing my family and my friends and all of the moments of happiness and joy in between all of the healing so that's a bit of an update on where I'm at in my healing journey and it might not make sense to everyone but it makes so much sense to me and I hope it resonated with you in some way 
Okay, so now I want to get into some of my current energy drainers that I'm experiencing or that I know I will be experiencing and how I'm actually turning them into something positive and turning them into energy givers. So I think that especially during this time of year, a lot of my current energy drainers might be some of your energy drainers. So I hope that the way that I'm turning this into a positive thing is very helpful for you. But the first energy drainer that I'm currently dealing with or I know I'm going to be dealing with soon is negative people. So having dealt with very challenging dynamics and negative people in the past, whether it's family, coworkers, friends, I've definitely learned a few insights that have been very helpful for me in navigating those types of relationships. I will say my first instinct or advice when it comes to dealing with negative people is to just avoid these types of people altogether. But I know that's not always possible, especially during the holidays. And this might sound a little bit pessimistic, but I think I'm just being realistic. But when it comes to dealing with negative people, I've made a conscious choice to see people for who they consistently show themselves to be. I've learned not to fixate on who I wish they could be or their potential. Instead, I focus simply on their actions and what they show me, and that is what I choose to believe. As I've gotten older, I've definitely become more attuned to the importance of setting realistic expectations on people and just trusting their consistent behavior. There are certain people in my life where I don't expect much from as pessimistic or negative as that might sound. I don't expect things to be different with them because they have not shown me anything different. I expect only what they consistently show me and if by some chance they surprise me by displaying some sort of growth or change then I will be so happy but I don't expect that especially if they haven't done the work if they haven't held themselves accountable for their actions their mistakes and things like that I just don't expect much from certain people in my life and by not expecting more than what they consistently show me I avoid feeling disappointment because I am seeing people for who they really are. And I definitely used to hope for certain people in my life to change, to do better, to be just better people. However, I've learned that I cannot want more for other people than they want for themselves. I really do believe that people have the ability to change, to grow and improve. I feel like I'm living proof of that, but in order for someone to change, they have to want to change themselves. They have to be able to go within, to self-reflect, to hold themselves accountable for their mistakes and their actions. And until that can happen, change doesn't occur, especially not overnight. So by simply being honest with myself about what to expect or anticipate from certain people. I am better mentally prepared for whatever may come my way and I know that at the end of the day all I can do is control how I respond to things and people and no one has that power over me unless I give them that power. And the way that I'm turning this into a positive thing is taking back my power by 
responding versus reacting to certain things and choosing to move as my higher self and not kind of down to their level and when I make the conscious decision to see people for who they are and to move accordingly to my higher self and not let them get the best of me that makes me feel even more empowered and more confident within myself and it shows me how much I've grown because I know that in the past I used to be a much more reactive person and I used to really let the actions, the words of other people get the best of me. The second energy drainer that I'm dealing with or I'm anticipating dealing with especially as we get closer to the holiday season is inconsistency with my habits and my routines. So I think a lot of us can relate to this, especially during travel or the holidays. Staying consistent with habits and routines for me has always been a challenge. And I do think balance and grace is important, but I also believe some of the reasons why we lack consistency are just because of excuses that we give ourselves. At least I know that's been the case for me. I can't speak for everyone. And what I've learned when it comes to building consistency around my habits and routines, especially around this time of year, is to keep my habits and my routines extremely simple and very realistic. So when I'm traveling or when it's around the holiday time, as long as I do the basics which for me those things are journaling every morning and every night and that doesn't have to take any more than five minutes of my time and having some sort of movement and that could also be as simple as taking a walk around the neighborhood if I could just do those three things then I know that I'm doing more than enough and if I am able to do more then that's amazing but as long as I do these basic habits then that's good enough for me. And I know that being consistent with my habits and my routines is definitely going to be a huge challenge while I'm back home, but I'm taking it as just that, a challenge to overcome. And I know that if I can show up for myself in an environment where there's lots of distractions and there's a lot of things going on, if I can show up for myself in that environment, then there is absolutely no reason why I can't consistently show up for myself when I'm back in my own space. But I'm sure it won't be easy, but I also know that I have have every opportunity to prove to myself that I can be consistent in the midst of distractions and obstacles and the way that I'm setting myself up for success in being consistent is of course having the tools and the things necessary for me to be able to thrive while I'm back home and of course keeping it realistic and simple. And my next energy drainer has been not taking breaks or time off. So this one is for my hyper productive girlies who struggle like me to not fill their time with working and being productive every moment of the day. So while my trip back home is not necessarily a vacation because I still will be working, I still will have things that I need to do and get done. I am choosing to also prioritize other things in my life as well. Obviously, I will be around my family and friends that I don't see often and I want to spend time with them. So that does mean having to find a new balance between work and socializing. So I am setting the intention to take more time off to spend with them. And what that looks like is me taking a week or two off the podcast, like I mentioned. I also might not post as much content 
or as consistently and I am okay with that because that is actually an intentional decision that I'm making and by making it an intentional decision to not post as much to not create as much to take a step back from work and only do the things that I have to get done I remove the pressure that I place on myself to always have to show up or to always have to be doing something because one I know that breaks are necessary they're important they're needed but also I know that that time that I'm spending away from work and being productive is being spent well it's being spent with the people that I love being spent with time for myself to reflect and to do the healing inner work that I need to do and and I know that it's also productive it's just productive in a different way And my next energy drainer, which shouldn't come as a surprise just based on everything that I talked about at the beginning of this episode, but it's unresolved issues. So obviously there's a lot of unresolved issues that have been weighing on me that I didn't even consciously realize were weighing on me. And I really believe that my trip back home is going to be an extremely healing and therapeutic one if of course that's what I make it out to be. And those are definitely my intentions. And the way that I'm making this into an energy giver is the notion of being in charge of your story and rewriting your story. At the end of the day, I have the choice to let these unresolved issues have power over my life and let it get the best of me or I can confront them head on, I can learn from them, I can heal from them and no longer let this be the story that I play in my head. And my last energy drainer is going to be being away from my home that I've created here in Arizona, as well as being away from my boyfriend for a whole month. So my boyfriend and I both travel without each other all the time. So that's not anything new for us, but the longest we've ever been apart from one another has been a week max. And even that has felt like a very long time so to be away for a whole month is something new for us and it honestly feels never ending and I think in general that's a long time to be away from your home from your normal day-to-day routine and I'm sure it'll be difficult for the both of us we already had a conversation about this last night on how we feel about it what we need from one another while we're apart which is a good thing communicating before issues even arise but a way that I'm turning this into a positive is looking at it as a chance to selfishly do our own thing without having to always think about the other person don't get me wrong I feel like even now we both have our own separate lives from one another and we do our own thing and we love our alone time as it is but still when you're in a relationship what one person does will affect the other person and you always have to have that person in mind at least in my opinion if you are in a healthy relationship you think about your partner and with us being apart physically we don't have to worry about that as much which i think is a nice change and of course it'll give us a chance to actually miss one another and appreciate having one another around in our lives even more and the life that we have together so this is definitely something new for us in terms of 
the length of time that we will be apart and I'm just looking at the positive in it. So these are just some of my energy trainers that I'm actually anticipating in the next coming weeks and I'm actually glad that I sat down to think about these things because now that I'm fully aware of what to anticipate I can better prepare and set myself up for success so that I can make the necessary changes, have the conversations that I need to have, and do the things that I need to do to make sure that these energy drainers can be energy givers. I've never actually done this before. It actually has happened usually when I think about like my energy drainers and my energy givers. It's after the fact, but this time around, I am anticipating what might come up for me and it's been very helpful and now I know what to look out for, what I can do to help myself and again set myself up for success. So that is pretty much what I have to say for this episode. That's where I'm at in my healing journey, what I plan on doing the next few weeks that I'm back home, how I plan on showing up for myself, and really my intentions for the next month is to, of course, enjoy quality time with my family and my friends and make the most of my time back home, but also to be so intentional with myself and making sure that I'm making the most of my trip by doing that deep-rooted inner work that I have to do and to make sure that I'm acknowledging the things that I've chosen to run away from or pretend that they don't exist and just confront them head-on because I know that is a big reason why I have certain blocks in my life and why I struggle with certain things and I know that I'm being called to confront these issues so that I can heal from them so that I can grow from them and move on from them and such an intuitive feeling that by the end of this trip I'm going to feel like a completely new person in all the best ways so that is really all I have to say for this episode And again, I probably won't be on here for another week or two, probably a week. I'm not sure. It just depends on what's going on and what I'm doing. But I really hope that you enjoyed. If you want to keep up with me, be sure to follow me on Instagram, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I still will be posting on there. But that is all I really have to say. So as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. Mm